Hello, this is Pastor Bob Gray. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast here at Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. I trust the services will be a blessing to you. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. You can find our information on the website at ebclongview.com. Let's go right into the services of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Enjoy God's Word. Romans chapter 14 is, is all about the relationship with a weaker brother. Um, and I really am, am trying to uh, help all of us understand as a church grows. So, so a church was meant to grow. So as you saw tonight, the different uh, societies, communities, relationships, whatever you want to call them, we were all here and then it dispersed. But it's one thing to interact with people in the church. Most of the time, when people leave a church, it's not over doctrine. It is, it is not over a belief system because the church is very vocal about what we believe. Nine times out of ten when somebody leaves, it's because I can't deal with those people anymore. Now, whoever those people are, it's like the uh, person that lives at our house. I've never seen them, uh, but they have a name somebody. Somebody drank the rest of the milk. Somebody ate the last of that. Somebody, if I ever find somebody in my house, I'm going to kick them out. And, uh, you know, it was fine to say somebody when you had all the kids at the house. But when it's just Kelly and you in the house and she says somebody, I said, woman, if you got something to say, step up and say and I promise you right now she's going, somebody better stop talking that way. Uh, so, so, so know this, that when you and I, Dolores, you're getting saved. Oh, you got a prayer request? Hey, we can do that right there. And uh, Lowell, is that right? Okay, Lowell Bryan uh, needs prayer. And, um, and then Marion, help me. Okay, so Lowell and Marion, is that right? Okay, yeah, Dolores, you got to introduce your guest. Come on. Tony, glad you're here, Tony. And uh, pray for Tony. He's from Cincinnati. We're, we're going to pray the Yankee out of you, brother. And uh, I'm not quite sure it's going to work, but we're going to give it a shot. And, uh, but but when, you're, when, you're, when you're getting along with people, if, if, if I were to say the major doctrines, we all believe the major doctrines. But then it comes down to how do you live with people? How do you get along with people that don't have uh, the same belief system or uh, you believe very strongly on a certain point, but the people around you believe very liberal on another point? Now, whenever I say that, um, all of us have positioned ourselves somewhere in that narrative. So now let's walk through the scripture, if you will. Romans chapter 14, and if I could paint this picture of what is going on, you had Jews that were getting saved, and then you had Gentiles that were getting saved. And so now it was these two believers from these two different backgrounds, they now were coming together into Christianity. The problem was the Gentiles were operating on a Greek philosophy. They were operating on a worldly basis. The Jews were coming out of Judaism, and the Jews then were operating off the Torah. They were operating off the, the law of Moses. And so here you have these two dynamics going on, and it's very interesting in church work to where you have this is what's going on. You have people, okay, if I could put it this way, there's people, no church, and wrong church. 
coming to Christianity. Um, Catholicism um, is huge. Well, Catholicism has certain rites, rituals, do's, don'ts, but people who have no church, they have no basis for how do you live life. Well, Christ comes, and Christ and people start getting saved. And in fact, um, look, go, let's give an example. Go to Acts chapter 15. So when you get to the book of Acts, uh, you're going to find out that Acts is the generalization of everything that happens in the epistles. Uh, so the things that happen in the book of Romans and Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, you can trace back to the book of Acts. But let me show you what was happening. Acts chapter 15 in verse number 1. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye what? Cannot be saved. Well, when therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. So you have then this this this. How do, how do you look at it? So these people are coming into the same church. And so now what we want to do is we want to take what Paul said to the church at Rome, in Rome about Gentiles, Gentiles and Jews trying to live in the same Christianity. Now let's apply it to 2022. Although the context is about then, right after Christ died, the early church, the application is amazing for you and I. So now, let's look at Romans chapter 4 and verse 1. So here it is. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputation. So the word weak there does not mean ignorant. It doesn't mean that they don't know anything. It just means they've not been introduced to things. We talked about it last week. That doubtful disputation is this. Do not on purpose bring them into your fellowship for a sake of trying to grill them and trying to tear them down. There, there is a, um, let me put it this way. If, if I put a dot on the page and this is, if, 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 and I'm, I'm going to use the cycling, if you will, and spiraling out. If I put the, if that microphone tip right there is the dot in the middle of the page and that's what we're talking about, then doubtful disputations would be this. We would circle out to tear down this point of what we believe. How church should be is we should put what is believed and we should always be circling back into what we believe. We should always be reinforcing what we believe. But the thing that happens is, is when groups get together and all of a sudden one is weak in the faith, one is strong in the faith, if you will, and, and somebody believes something, somebody has never been taught this because of how they've been raised, now all of a sudden what Paul is saying is, look, don't receive him into your fellowship with the idea that all of a sudden you're doing this to tear him down. When we start fighting internally, we're going to get ourselves in trouble. In fact, how do you receive them? Look at Romans chapter 15 verse 7. And this is the standard for how we receive somebody into the fellowship, so, so in, into our assembly. Because people are going to come. And by the way, it takes three years, uh, about three years, four years, for anybody to really acclimate to a church. Um, and, and look at Romans chapter 15, verse 7. Wherefore receive you one another, look at this, as Christ also received us to the what? Glory of God. 
So when Christ received us, he did it so that God could get more glory. So now let's go back to Romans chapter 14. So, so the lesson here is this. When we enter into a fellowship, the goal is not to tear down each other. That, that is not the goal. When somebody leaves your presence, they ought to leave loving God more. Now, now, you and I live in this world that says, well, they don't believe like I believe. Well, newsflash, they weren't raised like you were raised. This is the problem. This is the, the early church has the same problem Emmanuel Baptist Church has, can have, hope it doesn't have, and that is this. Everybody's getting saved out of a different kind of lifestyle, and we're all trying to fit on this rug of Christianity. And God says, when you start living in this rug and you're trying to bring this together, don't receive somebody for the sake of, well, I'm just going to tear them down. And I'm, no, 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 that's not what this is about. Now, now, so we will start walking through. Look at verse 2. For, now, here's the different beliefs. For one believeth that he may eat what? All things. Another who is weak eateth what? Herbs. So we talked last week about one is a vegetarian, if you will, and the other eats everything. So here is a Jew that was raised with this strictness about them, and they still hold some things in very high esteem, and what it literally means is they would much rather eat herbs and not even touch meat because they don't even know where it came from. The uncleanness. And so there are people that live all the way ultra right because it's like, I don't, I don't even want to touch any of that. But then there's also people on the other side who are like, Christ saves you. It doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter where you go. And if I were to bring it down to 2022, a church always have people that are like, here's how I was raised. These are the things I think are wrong. And these are the things that somebody should not do. And then there were people that are raised over here. So I don't see anything wrong with that. That doesn't have anything to do with my salvation. And now you're trying to take these two groups and you're trying to bring them together. How does a church survive through something like this you survive by what the bible tells us to do because if everybody had to fit in your box the church would be as big as the amount of friends you have right now Ooh. what you think about that if the church had to be in your box the church would be as big as the amount of friends you have right now and this is why you and I must, okay, if you would, let me show you a, a verse of Scripture, if you will. Go to Acts chapter 11. And even Peter had to uh, learn a lesson in Acts chapter 11, uh, 11. Because now you have people that say, I can eat this, I can't eat that. Well, in Acts chapter 11, you're, you're going to find out, because I'm trying to get down before the clock ticks out on me. Look at Acts chapter 11, verse 7. And I heard a voice saying to me, arise, Peter, slay and eat. Look what Peter said. In fact, he did it three times. But I said, not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean at any time entereth into my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, what God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. So let's, let's kind of walk through the text here. He said, look, church, if you're going to receive people, you're going to receive people that are weak because they just don't know. And you're going to receive people that are strong. You're going to receive people that they think they can eat anything because Christ saved me. 
I can eat anything. And then you're going to have people that go, no, 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 no. You can't just eat anything you want to eat. So how does, does all this survive and how does all this come together? Well, we're to receive. Our fellowship should not be for the sake of proving a point. Can I say that again? Being together is not for the sake of proving a point. I'm going to have you go to a fellowship gone wrong. You ever been there? You ever been when somebody showed up and we're just trying to get along and then somebody had to prove a point? And then that point went past respect. I'm going to make a very bold statement that I wrote down with my knee on the steering wheel. And just don't tell Miss Kelly because I had my iPad and I'm, I'm, I'm studying while I'm making visits today and uh, coming home. And it, and it was like, okay, that, okay, God, that's a good one. And, <laughs> and, I, and I, it's right there. It's right there. So I wrote it down. It has never been the position that is the problem, but the disposition. Well, well I, I just think that, that, that you can do anything you want to do. Well, well, I think there are some things you can't do. This isn't the problem. It's the spirit that is brought to the table. And when the spirit that's brought to the table is wrong, it doesn't matter if you're right in your position, if you're wrong in your spirit, you've not honored Christ. So, mm, that, was, that, was, that hurt to say. Um, no, it didn't. So, Romans chapter 14, look at verse 2. So, let's walk through here. For one believe it. So, look at what's going on. Look at verse 3. So, now let's walk to verse 3. So here are the guidelines. So here, God automatically says, okay, let me give you the rules of the fight. So if that's what we want to call it, the rules of the interaction. Here it is. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. So here's what it's saying. He's saying those people that say, um, you know, you can only eat herbs, Okay. So, so it says here, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. So now I'm going to take in 2022, and I'm going to broaden this to say this. Are you ready? There are some people that how they live is liberal in comparison to the other segment of church. But always remember this. Your life and my life, we're all liberal when it comes to this right here. Nobody measures up. So someone that says, okay, so, so I can eat anything. The word despise. So now let's look at this other group. So the, the, this group over here that said there's no big deal about that, no big deal about that, no big deal about that. That's not a big deal. You know what God says? You know what your rules of interaction are toward everybody else that doesn't hold this belief? Don't despise them. It literally means in the Greek contempt contemptuous, disregarding, setting it not. In fact, if you would, I'll show you the other verse that this is used. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 4, and, um, and, and, I'll, and I'll show you just, just the, the, I'm trying to colorize this word in the Greek for you and how it came out in the English in 1 Corinthians 6, 4. In fact, it's used 15, 16 times, but let me give you one of them. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 4. If ye then have judgment of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. That is the same Greek word for him 
that for the word despise. In other words, what it's saying is this. Do not lessen them, marginalize them, because here's what starts to happen. Are you ready? Are you ready? I can eat everything. I don't think you could. God says to this group, don't you dare. Look at them and go, there they go again. Can't do that or I'm going to go to hell. You know what God says about this group? You know what your guidelines are? If your brother says, I can't what you think you can, you're not supposed to look at him and, mar- and make fun of him. Again, it's not the position. It is the spirit with which we interact. I'm okay with somebody having a lesser standard than me, but don't make fun of me for my standard. I'm going to say that again. I don't mind somebody having a lesser standard than I, but don't make fun of me in my standard. Now, there are some things that I look at and I go, that's got to be the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm going to give you one example. I called the preacher today. And I said, hey, man, do you remember years ago this happening when I came to preach at your church? And, um, and, and I'm going to use it tonight. He goes, go ahead, Brother Gray. Just don't throw me under the bus. And, um, and back then I did. And I subsequently through the years called him and said, I owe you an apology. I showed up to preach. I'm in my mid-20s. And, uh, and I show up and I'm sporting some slip-ons uh, with a skirt and tassels on the, on the shoe. Okay. It's, it's a kilt and tassel. And I bought a black pair, maroon pair, brown pair. I'm styling and profiling. And so, how many know what I'm talking about? It's a shoe with a, with a kilt tassel. I come walking through the back, and I was wearing crazy socks because the kilt and the tassel revealed my socks. And I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to, you know, I'm in my 20s. This is like in the 90s. And, and so I come in to preach, and, and, and um, he sees me come in, he walks up to me and he says, Brother Gray, church starts in 30 minutes. Your hotel is only five minutes from here. Um, do you have another pair of shoes? And do you have another pair of socks? I looked down and I said, <laughs> that's good. He goes, do you have another pair of shoes and another pair of socks? Church starts in 28 minutes. And I was like, brother, do I need to go change my shoes and my socks? And he goes, yes. I said, sir, the only other pair of shoes I have don't match. And he goes, church starts in 25 minutes. So they gave me a loaner car. So I got in the car. I said, I'm in my mid-20s, y'all. And on my way back, I said, it's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, no, 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 no. I can't wait to get back to the hotel. And back then you had to call home long distance because you had a calling card. And, uh, and for, for years, now, now I believe you can wear any kind of shoe, wear any kind of tassel. That doesn't change the power of the word of God. But for him, and he's watching right now. For him, for him, it was a factor. And to this day, I will send him periodically crazy socks and just say, brother, I love you. But you know what? I had to apologize to three preachers, and I had to apologize to him because for the next three meetings I was at, 
I'm all-knowing. I don't need the scriptures to guide me. You know what God says to me? He believes it. You don't believe it. Now, what are my rules of engagement? Don't despise. Don't make fun of. Don't marginalize. Don't say, well, there they go again. There goes them Amish people again. There goes them, them, them Pentecostal people, them apostolic, them independent. Back. Because what's happening is, is people want to know when they come to church that if I decide that this isn't right, I don't want to be laughed at. People will have to go to another church because they will bite and they will devour. I, I don't know where it's at. Y'all can help me out. And, and uh, the time's right. Go to Galatians, if you will. Because once the flesh picks up, and y'all, I'm so doing this off the hip, and I have no idea what that means. Yeah, Galatians chapter 5, and look at verse number 16. Yes, yes. So go back up. Verse number 13. This, this is so fitting. Look at this, Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Look at this. Only use not liberty for the occasion to the flesh, but to what? Love, but by love, what? Serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Question, would you want somebody making fun of you for what you believe? Then we are not to make fun of somebody that, that believes that. They believe that. They believe that a kilt and a tassel, you can't preach the word and be effective with a kilt and a tassel and a shoe and crazy socks. Now, I don't know where you're at, but if that is your belief, I am wrong if I stand over here and I don't love you like I would want somebody to love me. Because listen, for every one thing I think is crazy, I have things I believe. And I don't want somebody doing that to me. I want them to let me live in what I believe with respect. And that's why it's hard to preach sometimes to a congregation when you know I'm more conservative than this person. But I see him all the time. There he goes again. I almost want a, a, a yak box up here that I can play. And when somebody rolls their eyes, I just play that. You know what's happening? We're not obeying Romans 14. Because Romans 14 says that if you think I can do anything, and there are people who really believe something, then the Bible says you're not to despise. But on the flip side, look at the guidelines. Go back to Romans 14, if you will, in verse 3. Well, I hope this is as interesting to you as it is to me. Look at Romans chapter 14, verse 3. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. Look at this. Let not him which eateth not, what? Judge. You see, there's an opposite end. This side marginalizes and this side makes fun of, and that's what the word despise means. It's like the judge saying, you, got, you, you, you go back out because you have to uh, wear a suit coat in, into federal court, which you have to get dressed up for federal court. And I was in federal court some years ago, not as a defendant. <laughs> I was in federal court, and I saw the judge look at this man and say, you don't have a shirt and, shirt, suit and tie on, you can't be in federal court. And I saw the guy go, yeah, whatever. It's called being contemptible. And there's a lot of times that you and I are contemptible. We've got to guard against that. 
So if somebody has a little bit narrower view than you do, and they believe this, please, our church can't handle a civil war, and we have been given guidelines. But if I believe something, then God says, I am not to judge. What, what, what he's saying here, if you'll look at it, in verse 13, he says, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth. Look at, look at the condemnation. And he did not say this after the guy who believed he can eat everything he said this after the guy who judged. Look what he says. For God hath received him. <laughs> you have any idea what that just said? There are some things that your pastor believes. And I said it last night, last week. You'd much rather have a more conservative pastor than you would a more liberal pastor than you. And you know how you put up with a more conservative pastor? You don't despise pastor when he believes something. And you know how I put up with liberal members? I don't judge them. I don't. Because here's what God said. Hey, you judgers, you think you cornered the market on God's love? God hath received. Contextually, look what it's saying. God hath received who? Him. Oh, no, no, no. God only loves me. Because I'm righteous, because look at everything I do. Surely God doesn't share the, that, that relationship he shares with me with them. He, you, that's not what God just said. God said he receives him. Because in Christ, there, and y'all finish it for me because I'm about done with this segment. For in Christ there's neither Jew nor Greek. Gentile. You know what God was saying? I reject your Judaism and I reject your Gentilism, y'all are in me now. And I saved you all. And I'm asking you how you live. If you think you can listen to any kind of music, go anywhere, do anything, then don't make fun of the people who don't believe that. And if you believe that you, there are certain things you have to do, you need to do, then you can't judge them and say, and by his mere last phrase right there, and, and if you'll give me two minutes, I'll be done. By his mere last phrase right there, he had said this, I receive him with all of his liberalism. Now, I was going to wait to make a statement at the very end because I, I have to be done, but let me make, make, make a concluding statement. All of us are not either 100% either way. Would you all agree? All of us are not 100% either way. You see, we like to paint ourselves, I'm 100%. No. Where I'm narrow on this view, I am liberal on this view. Where I'm liberal here, I am narrow here. Because, because I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever gotten into an argument about what you believe in and somebody nailed you with apply that belief to every other area of your life? How many's ever been there? And you're like, oh, why did you have to do that? Right? So all of us are growing. And so as we get into Romans 14, and, uh, and I'm going to be done here. But if you'll look at verse 14, who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Hey, let me tell you something. Do you know what that just said? 
regardless of where you're at, you will stand and you will fall. You will stand and you will fall. (laughs) Y'all listen to this. It doesn't matter. You're human. You're going to stand and you're going to fall. You're going to stand and you're going to fall. But look at God's attitude. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, look at God's attitude. He shall be holden up. For God is able to make him stand. How did you make it this far in your belief system? You know how you made it this far? God was there to pick you up when you fell. And God held you up. You know how we think sometimes, no, no, God, don't help them. God, don't bless them. God, don't, don't give them, God. And don't you hate it when your enemy is blessed. <laughs> and don't you love it when they get a flat tire. You know, driving down the road of life, there's a flat tire. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Bible says don't rejoice when your enemy falleth. Come on now. And what we've done is we've positioned ourselves to be right. You want to know why we're right? Because we don't do that whatever that is. Taking the time to listen to the podcast of the sermons from Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview, we trust that the sermons and God's word was a blessing to you and yours. Please visit us at ebclongview.com. If we can do anything for you, please let us know. Have a great day.